Hello, fellow bad movie lovers. It's your old pal, Peter Parker. Let me tell you a tale of two podcasters who got themselves canceled just because they tried to review a movie called The Toxic Avenger 4. It all happened the late night in January. Just in time for one of their birthdays. He doesn't have much luck. But our story started just like this. Now it's garbage. Hello, everybody. We are just another movie night. I am Scott. And I'm Joe. And today we are talking trash. Talking trash. Talking trash indeed. Oh, this is where we. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This is our show to review. Spoil, debate, crap on, and give second chances to the most hated, the lowest rated, the much debated, and the often forgotten flicks on the internet, all while asking the question, is this the worst movie ever made? And if not, what is? And today, we've done it. We're at the end. January is over. <laughs> Tromaville. Is we're saying goodbye. We're moving on. We have watched the last Toxic Avenger film. I think I'm pretty much very, very done with trauma for a bit. Like I need a break. Oh, oh yeah. I would say that uh, the the case that we're actually going to see another one of these movies in a very, very, very long time is very slim. Yeah, I mean we have this. Um, new reboot or whatever it is with Peter Dinklage coming up. But if I, this I, movie ever gets released, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I got nothing right now. All right. So yeah, we watched toxic Avenger Four: citizen Toxie, And, uh, there has never been a harder movie for two people to just talk about in ever because I mean, Jesus, how do we even discuss this plot without offending somebody? Okay, well, there's no way to discuss this plot without offending somebody, because I myself am offended. <laughs> my eyeballs, my brain, my heart, my soul are all offended. I'm going right to say this to you. We have no one else to blame but ourselves. Oh, we asked for this. We, we definitely asked for this. If we could rewind to the first episode in this series... I can't wait to watch the rest. I'm so excited. We're on record as saying the problem with part two is that it got away from part one's culty grindhouse feel with the gore and everything getting taken out and the slapsticky kid weird vibe of two and three. Now here we are in part two. 
and throw all that out the window because anything I enjoyed about the first one oh. got flushed down the fucking toilet. And here we are. We got the first movie times 50. Yep. And so I feel like I can only blame myself. Oh, yeah. I mean, because this movie goes out of its way to offend the entire population. Yeah, of the, the Earth. It, it's everybody. I mean, there's not one person, not one demographic, not one human life on this planet that is spared from their disgusting, over the top, gross out, offensive repulsiveness. And and I'm I'm being honest. It's almost impossible to discuss this movie because I can't even think of a way to mention certain uh, things that are happening in this film because I feel like just uttering it out loud is offensive in itself. I can't even say it. And uh, you know, (laughs) I mean, just their how fluid and easy it is for them to use these. Awful offensive words. It's just, I, I'm, I'm just. I don't want to even say I'm in shock. I'm like appalled and. I mean, I can't say I'm in shock because this is trauma, and they're just fucking gross. But I, I know, and it, it's it's odd, right? Because in the first film, we were talking about how the their odd the odd charm of how how offensive it is in the, making the villains the most comical Looney Tunes version of villains by being so to the extremes and Mm -hmm. how we kind of found it entertaining in a weird way that it's hard to be entertained by. You know, like we were discussing this in the first one saying like, there's something to that. There's something, there's something there that's interesting Mm -hmm. in having the, the extremes played with. Like these, these, uh, like pushing constantly on these borders of like, you know, and having the, the, the hero going in and just destroying these people. Yeah. And it's kind of, there's something there to it. And I think the first one didn't like perfectly get to that feeling that we wanted. We wanted the the main, these main villains to get taken out and they really didn't get it in the way we wanted. And then, you know, what ended up happening is that they kept changing the plot. Yes. And then this one, it's odd because this one is going, I don't even know what happened here. It's like somebody got the reins and went completely batshit crazy with it. They they, they must have heard because, look, okay, on the show, we, we spoil the plot and we, we talk about the plot, we talk about the whole movie because usually... These are movies that you shouldn't see. Let's face facts. Uh, and this is a movie that sooner or later this will be removed from the world and no one will know it existed. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm surprised it hasn't already. I cannot believe. We're 23 years, twenty almost 24 now, 24 years out from the making of this one. And then I'm surprised that it's still a thing. Like, yeah. I'm surprised. And And here's the odd part of it, right? This movie begins... With narration from Peter Parker. Uh, that's how he's credited, anyways. Yep. Uh, Mr. Stan the Man Lee uh, does the narration for this movie, which is a huge leap from the last few, where the narrations were so horrible. 
Um, yes, but why'd you have to drag poor Stan into this? Well, Stan did it to himself. I mean, let's face facts. Stan did it to himself, but you know what? It made me laugh, and 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 the movie knows what it is, and it's kind of hard to even knock it because it knows exactly what it's doing, and it it really doesn't give a shit. And the opening in this movie, the narration is um telling you the revamping. Basically, they're telling you the story of the first Toxic Adventure, and then they tell you, and then there was two other movies, and they were horrible. And we're going to pretend like they never happened. This is the true sequel. Mm-hmm. Fifteen years ago in Tromaville, New Jersey, the toxic chemical capital of the world, little mop boy Melvin Ferd, a 98-pound weakling, was teased, taunted, and other bad stuff until he fell into a barrel of toxic chemical waste, transforming little Melvin into a hideously deformed creature of superhuman size and strength. Melvin became the Toxic Avenger, the first superhero from New Jersey. Then, two rotten sequels were made. Sorry about that. This is the real sequel. Also, can we just uh, mention Toxie's makeup, the Toxie's whole look? In this one, the mask? Yeah. You don't like it? I like it better. I do too. I actually kind of like it better. And I feel like they should have started that way, but I guess it's, you know, it was too many years in between. I guess they didn't really... But yeah, I wish they had started out that way because Toxie looked better in this one than he had in the other ones. Yeah, and and, and here's what I think is kind of fun. This movie kind of is trying to do a conversation on the one part one versus part two and three and how it divided fans. And this one's kind of like an apology to people who saw the second one and didn't like it and were hoping for more of part one like we were. This movie's kind of an apology Unfortunately, it doesn't go in the right way. I think it would have been funny to have everything from two and three be the one version and everything from part one be the other version. Okay, you know? I can and agree with that. Yeah, that would have been a lot more fun to have the yeah. other mask, the other, maybe get the actors back, which mm-hmm. they kind of do in the end. They bring one actor back, but um, not the actresses that play the girlfriends, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, that would have been kind of fun if they would have gotten some of those people back. They switched up the girlfriend again. Yeah, they have a new girlfriend again. <laughs> and she's awful. And she's really, really bad. And it's just disappointing. I, but, okay, the plot. Now, like, the, this is where I'm saying this is going to be hard for Just me to ease talk back about. on the obscenities. I, I'm just going to say that this movie starts with a um, school full of mentally challenged job kids. And it... It, um... Good morning, students, in celebration of today's take of Mexican to lunch day, the cafeteria will be serving tuna tacos. They use the R word a lot. They, they hammer the joke in so much. And the thing is that in this culture, in today's culture, you're not even allowed to have people who aren't mentally challenged play mentally challenged people mm-hmm. you know people find that extremely offensive and and it's gotten to the extreme with that that you know people who are trying to make movies that are are good and have a good meaning behind it 
are getting like just thrown down, you know, out and getting yelled at and hated on. And that kind of sucks. Um, here, <laughs> this movie, it, it, it's, it's doing that thing that basically makes the people who are mad at that kind of stuff that, that say that you can't do that. You mm-hmm. can't have someone play that. This is the movie that, that proves them right. Mm-hmm. Because this is the most insane caricatures of mentally challenged people it's it's it was embarrassing it's it was terrible next level insane yeah. and i'm not going to lie it made me laugh and i know this is why i'd say it's it's tough to even talk about this because some of it some of it is we weren't laughing but there was one character that constantly made me laugh throughout this movie, and I know in my heart I'm not supposed to be. Tina! What do you think you're doing, young man? Listen, bitch. (gasps) Just because I'm a tired, does that mean you have to treat me like that? Yeah. Because I'm special. I don't think I'm ever going to get laid, so why can't I masturbate? I mean, yes. Okay, I I'm not gonna lie. I I laughed at Tito. He was funny. Tito is because they gave him good dialogue, it, not because of the way he was like acting, like he was mentally challenged, but because he, of his dialogue. His dialogue was great. It's it's like border. It's bordering on both. Even his jacket made me laugh. I I don't know what it's in. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, I there's do. no way to just say these things without sounding completely insensitive. And That's what but I'm talking I mean, about. We're, if we're talking about this movie, I will say that you know they went. They did. Not, they pulled out all the stops. I mean, they literally just went as far as they could. For as long as they could, and they didn't hold back at all on the offensiveness, the um, just everything down to the way they were talking and moving, and just oh. it was bad. And uh, look, I don't care. People, people can be mad. I don't really care. I'm just gonna tell straight up. I'm gonna be myself and just say that we come from a time where that was like we grew up with you know comedy where people were able to make fun of themselves Mm -hmm. and a lot of our favorite comedies were people poking fun at themselves and poking fun at the way that society sees each other and i think i personally i hate saying i me personally i hate that shit me for me i think that that is actually the way to go so I'm just going to throw that out there. I will say that that's how I lay on that that subject. I find that through humor, we will be a better society. But people need to be able to stop taking themselves so serious. I agree with that. And I think it's ruining everything. And I think comedy is being destroyed by it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why um, horror, like comedies in particular, are dying out and other um, horror movies are now becoming that society, that commentary, which is not healthy for a society, you know, and because when horror starts becoming the norm of how we look at reflection of our society instead of humor, 
we're we're going in a dark path. I think. Yeah. And I so agree with I, that. I'm throwing that out there and just saying, we grew up with that time. We're in that age group where we grew up with this kind of stuff and being able to laugh. And when we were young, I, we didn't know that that was something that you know, like that there was a divide. Right. We weren't. I didn't get that until way later. Like, well, when someone finally tells you, "Oh no." You know, there's a problem with this and that. And you're like, wow, that's a thing? Like, yeah. I just thought everybody got along, you know? And you kind of, like, find out later on. So, with that being said, a lot of stuff in this movie, I I chuckle that. And and that's the thing. It, you, you're now told that you're not supposed to. So, the whole movie, there's that battle of being uncomfortable with what I'm told now to not do with what made me laugh. Because there are people in this movie making fun of themselves. Yeah. At one point I said to you, I'm like, um, I don't think we should be laughing at this. We really oh, shouldn't be laughing at this. There's there a, was just some funny things about it. There's a character in particular named Poppy that you are questioning. When it first starts, you're, we're like mouths hitting the floor. Like, I cannot believe how offensive this is. And then the character goes on with it. And the character doesn't leave the movie and it's not one joke. Right. The character actually the actor is embracing it and go running with the joke. Mm -hmm. And I kind of loved it after that. I don't know why, but again, I kind of wanted to see the character keep popping up in the movie. Yeah. And he did. And I was happy about it. Yeah, I liked him too. Yeah. It's I weird that those moments kind of made it kind of made me laugh. It like and that's what they wanted me to do. So I'm like laughing about it, but I feel like if anybody um like say like a like a 22 23 year old person watch this movie they would have their oh, yeah. they would have such a problem with it 100% because yeah. there's a lot of i mean they just they did not hold back on all the offensiveness like it, it was everything from like underground porn stars to mental mentally challenged people to the KKK to Whoa. racism out the ass oh um homophobia homophobia uh, full on Full frontal nudity. Um, oh, yeah, sex jokes. Sex jokes. Di diarrhea jokes. Uh, I mean, like, it, there's even yeah. the deaf, the blind. Mm -hmm. it, there is not one group that in particular that I think is spared. Yeah. I would say that this movie uh, backed off on the Jewish jokes that were in the last one. That they, seemed to be heavy in the last yeah, one. Yeah, they did um, back off on al that. Also, even um, people like Stephen Hawking are not safe. In Nobody is safe. Not yeah. one demographic on planet Earth is safe. Drugs, from, yeah, prostitution, drugs, uh, everything, everything you could possibly imagine. If you can think of it, yeah, it's in this film. Dwarfism, it, uh, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> just rape, rape. I mean, anything, anything you could possibly think of, it is done in this film. And let's just say a lot of what we just named. Is in the first five, five minutes. minutes. So strap in if you are or have seen this already, which we're late to the party, of course. So uh, you probably have seen it. But if you're into watching trauma movies or bad movies or any movies in general and you come across this, just strap in and make sure there are no children around, please. Because uh, yeah, this no. is not no. appropriate for, yeah. I mean, it's not appropriate for any human being, but children especially the, the fact that this came out in 2000 is one of the most shocking re revelations that we've ever come across because mm -hmm. this feels 
like that, like the last of the edgy films that came out in the nineties. Yes, it does. It does. It's very crazy, yeah. and the amount of celebrity that shows up in this movie. A lot of cameos, and they're all like some. Just... Are, some. Are, some of you are like, okay, that makes sense. Well, yeah, and I, I would say that knowing now like i already knew i knew some of these people makes a lot of sense but some people might find i cannot believe this person did this thing yeah um to me it wasn't shocking but you know it's just kind of like i can see someone now seeing it and being like holy shit mm -hmm. all right so we we're talking about that first five minutes which takes place in a like we said in a, a mentally challenged school where it's being run with a teacher who's pregnant and they get attacked and held hostage by a terrorist group wearing diapers. I think they're the diaper mafia. The diaper mafia. And the diaper mafia, it okay. They're a cross between serial killers and porn stars. Yes. Because two of the women are just sexually molesting one of the mentally challenged kids. Oh yeah, twice they they. The one just does it. The entire sequence yeah. is riding him in the background. The yes. entire and then sequence. the other one had was like smothering a girl with, with her, her breasts. breasts yeah. And I was just like, okay, well, this makes sense, you know, because in these movies nobody ever holds back on the nudity because obviously they're all like underground porn stars or whatever. Yeah. Um, and Lloyd Kaufman was in the porn industry, so he knows a lot of. Porn actors, Very and true. you could tell because there's a lot of them in in this movie. But I was already right off the bat within 14 seconds of this movie. I was like, "Yep, this is something. This is going to be something." Yeah, I mean, and, and I couldn't stop thinking about, like I said before, we asked for it, and we got it. We 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 wanted it, and it came. And I don't know if I wanted it anymore as I was watching it. Oh but, my god! All right, I would say 10 minutes in, I'm like. I don't know if I could take this anymore. Yeah, it's um, the the, the fast explanation of the scene is beyond the fact that they're shooting mentally challenged kids and molesting them and also tying up a pregnant woman and demanding that a certain news organization, which is the Bikini News Network, which is a I don't know who this I don't know who this is, but she was she was pretty. She might um, maybe she the most pretty person. She had to have been like a Playboy playmate or or some kind of <laughs> she porn comes, star. She comes in in a bikini, and the her cameraman is the man who was the main villain in the end of Toxic Avenger One. It's the same actor. This guy's shown up in every movie. He mm -hmm. had a beard in two and three to yeah. cover up his face. He's back, and he's the cameraman. Hello, Tex. Samantha Chambers, Really Real Bikini TV. This is my morbidly obese sidekick. I mean, uh, cameraman, Joe. Well, Samantha, looks like I won't have to frisk you for weapons. <laughs> Shut up! And uh, they are allowed into the school to interview him because that's what he wants. And what he wants to show on the news is him... Killing the pregnant woman's baby. Yeah. And right before he can, the bikini news anchor, who's only in a bikini, turns into the Toxic Avenger. So I have a problem with this, and I couldn't talk to you about it during. 
There's, not, um, there's nothing to even say. What point it just did happens. this happen? I mean, did he ever have this power to transform into another human being? Okay. Well, can I just say that that happened, but it doesn't happen again in the, in the movie? No, and it's not even reflected upon. No. But But even funnier is that they're saying it's been this long since the first movie to now that he's been in Toxic Avenger. So a lot of things have happened. Right. Because the cameraman is also his sidekick, Lardass. <laughs> It turns out that he has a ward like Batman and Robin, and now his ward has grown up to be Lardass. This is this movie, and when the when the gentleman, one of the gentlemen who sees Toxic Avenger turn get turned into him, like the woman turned into Toxic Avenger, he shits his pants. Oh my god! With a load of crap that flies out into people's mouths. It looks it's, so real. It, it looks so real. Gross. Yeah. It is. It's oh, disgusting. I, I mean, just this whole, everything that happens in the opening scene of this movie is so disgustingly trashy and offensive that, like, I mean, I, just when we thought we've seen it all, because, we, you know, we have bad movie night and we've seen terrible things, terrible horrors you could not ever possibly imagine in your wildest nightmares. <laughs> I love it. I love when you say it out loud. Like, we've been scarred. All I can see is, is, uh... Uh, what's his face in uh, Clockwork Orange with his eyes open and just screaming at the screen. Uh, that's me. That's my whole life. Like, I swear to God, like, I, I have such a good time on Bad Movie Night and I love it, but we've seen some shit. This one, this movie, the first ten minutes of this film, I was... It, it took me to a different place in time. I, I, I don't... I can't describe the feeling I had. If you look at me, you would see... I mean, I wish there was a camera, like a hidden camera on my face because... I, you could just see that I was completely appalled, oh, yeah. shocked. I and, broke and, the ice when I started laughing. I mean, I thank God you did start laughing because I felt like if I laughed, I was going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> because I felt bad. Like, oh my God, should I be laughing at this? Because this is this is terrible. This is just terrible. But it was so bad that you couldn't help but laugh because it, it was like, what the fuck am I watching, man? Yeah. What is this? Uh, um. And... <laughs> To set up what made me laugh, to break the ice, to set that up, because it's not the first time we see this character, but Tito is in the class, and he is the rebel mentally challenged kid in the classroom who doesn't have time for this shit. And oh, everything they say, the he best. says, okay, first we're offended because you're we're seeing a person do offensively crazy mentally challenged acting. Yes. And he leaves the the room, and he's has he he's he's the bad boy, because he has a leather jacket. His leather jacket says "retarded rebel" on it. Now, okay, I'm not gonna fucking lie. I'm I mean I myself, you know, like it or not. Okay, not I'm gonna tell you, I I laughed. This is not where we laughed. Where we laughed is that the toxic kills. Almost all the villains, but one of the villains tells him that he has a bomb and he's going to blow up everybody if his heart stops, right? And so he Toxie, for some odd reason, even though Lardass is telling him, hey, man, you know, uh, you can't kill him or the bomb will go off. Don't let your traumatons, which they bring back, mm-hmm. which is only a part two and three thing. Right. Your traumatons 
are gonna like that the whole of you and you're gonna kill this guy so he does it anyways he rips all his organs out and then he's like oh yeah the bomb so there's a timer and he's like I, oh if only i had a mop so he goes to run to the mop room and when he gets in the mop room tito is shooting up heroin <laughs> and this is where i laughed really hard and he said these drugs are gonna blow my ass off Oh, what the? Didn't your special helper tell you the drugs were bad for you? Fuck up, Super Zero. I'm just trying to act like all the other cool cats my age. <laughs> What's the deal, Tax? Well, the deal is I just can't stand by and watch you kill yourself. I'm not killing myself. Drugs kill my pain. Being a teenager sucks. Yeah, well... Being a tiny teenager sucks worse. Drugs make it suck less. <laughs> I just lost it. I fucking oh my lost god, it. You were laughing so hard that I was like, okay, it's okay to laugh at oh this. Oh my god. It, I was like, oh my see, god. I, and, and then um, Toxie goes, you know, for uh, um, uh, for a mentally challenged kid, you, you're very well spoken. <laughs> And I just was losing it. I was like, this is next level bananas. His dialogue is fucking great. It's, it's, I, I, I couldn't even care how offensive it was at this point because I was like, it's, it's, it's funny. I mean, I, I know it's insane. I know it's offensive, but it made me chuckle and I couldn't help it. And I was like, I hope Tito's in the whole damn movie. Yeah. Thank God um, he is. Well, uh, Toxie knocks the needle out of his arm, and uh, of course Tito has to curse him out in his own way, which is really fun. And he says, "We have to stop the bomb." But then, when Toxie gets back to the classroom, he's got an alarm that goes off, and he see his alarm clock, and it's got all female things that are going to happen. Mm -hmm. So he says, "Oh, it's time for me to go make love to my wife so uh, I can get her pregnant." <laughs> so he runs home. He leaves the scene of this of whole like terrorist yeah. act that's happening. And I guess we should point out that the odd the people, the onlookers outside of the school, all, the whole these people who have who have like shown up to w watch what's happening in the school, they're celebrities. Uh, the uh, you got Lemmy, Lemmy from Motorhead. <laughs> uh, yep, we have uh, Eli Roth. Yeah, um, they're just out there. Uh, Rem, um, Lemmy actually has dialogue. Eli Roth doesn't. He's just like making faces. I think his um, name in the credits is Pretty Face or pretty, something. Pretty Young Boy. Pretty Young Boy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that happened. And we also have to point oh out God. the gore is back on track. Oh, it is yeah, it is. Disgusting. It is. It's, I mean, it's not just the gore. The gore is really, I mean, it goes to 11, but also the disgusting factor too. Like, I'm talking about sexual things, like uh, just absolute, like bodily fluids, things like that. Yeah. Uh, it's um, gross. That lard-ass character won't stop farting. Or is it lard boy? Is no, it, it's lard ass. It is lard ass. Yeah. I thought they were saying he's like it's lard boy. No, it's lard ass. And um, okay, well, Toxie runs all the way home and gets to his new girlfriend, <laughs> who sees a new actress. It's that time of the day; they have to have sex, so we have to watch a sex scene, and then we have to watch her making food and testing her pregnancy test the moment after they had sex. 
Yes. Yeah, so can I make a statement about this scene? First of all, everyone is naked in this movie. Everybody. Yeah. But the sex scenes with Toxie and the girl are so completely unbelievable. He's wearing pants I'm the glad. whole time. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I was like, okay, he's wearing pants the whole time. But you know what? I, I feel like I want Toxie to stay, like, endearing. I don't want him to be, like, muddied. Even though he looks the way he does, yeah. he's still an endearing character. And I was like, oh, thank God they didn't take his pants off or anything, because I just can't. Yeah, well, w um, we kind of do get to see something else later on. Um, but I also have to point out Toxie's voice is back. A better Toxie voice. Which I appreciated. I appreciated, too. I actually like the actor. Whoever's behind the suit is actually doing the voice in the scenes, which is great. No dubbing. Yeah. And uh, I actually really like the voice. Because it reminded me of the first one, which made me laugh a lot more. Uh, well, we have to watch all of this. And remember, the bomb is counting down that it's going to blow up. So we keep seeing flashbacks to everybody screaming in the classroom. And we see Toxie talking to his wife while she's making food and doing a pregnancy test. Then he's trying to tell her, look, I got to go save some kids. And she's like, oh, you just don't want to be around me. And he's like, no, I, I just, it's kids and I have to help them. So he finally gets all the way back to the school with one second left and that's where Lardass is just like hey man I i'm gonna take care of it and he pulls out peanut butter and smears it all over the bomb and then eats the bomb and uh toxie says not even your powers of digestion <laughs> can can withstand the 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 blast of the bomb and uh he toxie's able to grab Tito, another girl he calls Sweetie, and apparently the teacher, and he gets them out of the school as it's exploding. Yep. And uh, Lardass is blown up, and the school's blown up, and we hear some weird noises and a weird flash, and then we see Toxie get out of the school with the, with those people, and he's like, "Hey!" And everybody is kind of like scared of him. When he gets out, and they actually, he's sad because he's like, I lost Lardass, I lost my friend. You know, I, I can't believe it. Oh, and by the way, I forgot to point this out. We did get an appearance from Sergeant Kabuki Man, who they asked him, why don't you go in the school and help Toxie? Why don't you help Toxie out? And now we find out that Sergeant Kabuki Man is now an alcoholic. Yep. And, and completely I, useless. It's not explainable. He also seems to be a rapist because I think he pulls a woman into the room. With yeah, him the news reporter. Force, he actually forcefully. forcefully pulls her into like a gated area, and who knows what happens there? They don't show us. Thank God. Okay, and he, I have to point out another thing that just made me laugh. Every time Sergeant Kabuki Man is shown or talks, they play his theme music in the background. Of every it. time. And that made me laugh every time. I, I just because them knowing how insane that movie is uh his mask is way better you think so it kind of looks good i think it's too big i think that the problem is that the outfit and the gentleman inside the suit is too small yeah so the rest tiny. of him is too small but the mask is great and the hair is great i was actually shocked about it. i kept staring at it going it actually looks pretty good this time around <laughs> which is odd yeah sergeant kabuki man's now an alcoholic so that was a big payoff from the movie we did last week but uh yeah toxie uh is sad that he lost his his friend and his sidekick and his ward but then the cops and everybody turn on him 
and um, I, I, they start shooting at him for helping people, I guess. Yeah. And he doesn't understand why. And they, they go on the run. And they got they get split up. And you slowly start figuring out that the universe is really strange because Sergeant Kabuki Man is now in a suit. And he picks him up and he's like, hey, Noxie? Oh, uh, we, we, well, he's like, uh, what happened? You forgot uh, your car or whatever? Yeah. And then he's like, get in, man. <laughs> and so he drives him and they have a car chase from the cops. Apparently, the cops, I think? I don't know who the hell's chasing I don't know who's chasing them and why they would be chasing They're them in this like universe. They're just, like, running. It's weird. Um, but we find out that apparently there's a, an alternate universe where there's... We have Toxie, which is our good guy, our hero. And then there's Noxie. <laughs> Noxie. The Noxie... hair. The Noxie <laughs> version of Toxie. He has hair. It looks like some kind of, like, emo hair. It's just like a strand of hair <laughs> flipped over to the side. He has a big necklace that has an N on it. He's wearing all black, so you know he's a villain. He's a villain. He also has a red mop head. Yes, his mop is not white like our Toxies. It's yeah. red, so you know he's like a demon. Yes. <laughs> And in this universe, um, Sergeant Kabuki Man is his friend and partner in crime, and they're criminal warlords. And he uh, tells us this because he purposely runs over an old woman walking in the street. Yeah. And we have to see her head splat. And, yeah. Yep, again, gore. Again, just like, like the first one. They want you to remember, yes. oh, this is the first one. They're now. bringing that back, and yeah. they, they want us to know that they're going full on. Yeah. Like, they're not even holding back at all on the gore. And they're also being extremely referential because they also do the car flip, recycling the car flip mm -hmm. from Sergeant Kabuki Man that they use in all their movies uh, that also shows up in Trolling Man and Juliet is the famous car flip that lands and explodes. But here they flip three times in the air like in the thing in the original movie. Then they land, but they cut to them in the car and he says, oh, this is an old movie car. That means every time it flips three times, it explodes a couple seconds after it lands. So they have to run. <laughs> so they get out of the car and the car explodes. That was kind of a funny joke. It's funny. <laughs> um, while at the same time, as we're finding out that he's in a different universe, that somehow they got beamed out, uh, both Tito, uh, this girl Sweetie, and Toxie have been beamed out into this other universe during the explosion. And... This new place is not called Tromaville. It's called a moral Moralville. A Moralville. A Moralville. <laughs> Where everybody in that universe is flat out straight up disgusting. Everybody's a racist. Everybody's a Nazi. They're murderers, rapists, they're they're just awful. They're yes, Nazis. I mean, anything that you can possibly think of that's offensive that would that's bad. Or just, just completely awful is in this movie. Anything, anything. I mean, they make fun of everybody. Nobody's spared, and it just keeps getting worse as the movie goes along. Yeah, it's outrageous. Well, meanwhile, Noxie from that universe has beamed into Tromaville and starts going on a killing rampage and kills tons of tons of people. They're so much so that the news reporters, who are these uh, two twin comedians that I used to love. Uh, they used to have great stand-up. 
I wish I remember their names. Um, they were really really funny. I, I know they hosted like Battle Bots or something. I don't know. Um, I, I don't like looking at twins. They're funny. They used to do this thing called Chopper Five. That I used to love. Um, anyways, they're hosting the news and they say that uh, Toxie has gone on a killing spree and has almost killed every single citizen of Tox of Tromaville. Yep. Um, so Noxie goes around and starts figuring out as well that he is not in the right universe. Yeah, because everybody's like the complete opposite of their other selves. So like his girlfriend is Sarah, right? Or no, his girlfriend's Sarah, but the Noxie, Noxie's, Noxie's girlfriend is Claire. When it's not even his girlfriend in his universe, uh, uh, Claire, you said? Yeah. Claire. So she's the she's the one that was the over the top bimbo in the second one. Okay, okay, yeah. She uh it's not even his girlfriend, and we'll get into that too. Um He goes around and because he went on a killing spree, the mayor of Tromaville, Ron Jeremy, <laughs> who's actually funny and always has jokes about praying, which is really, really funny since he's a porn star. Yeah. Um, he does a lot of jokes. We all need to pray. He makes everybody pray constantly. Um, he he now hires superheroes to f- track down Toxie and kill him because Toxie is now evil. And they're like, we have to stop him. Mm-hmm. So we meet these superheroes that he has now hired, which includes a vibrator girl. So you can just, just use your imagination on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. A, a man who's a cow. Yep. As a cow man who shoots milk out of his udders all over the crowd. Then a, a, a dolphin. dolphin. A human dolphin. Who we have no idea what they do. He says, uh, he's not going to be that useful because he's out of water. Yeah. Uh, there is a, a guy who apparently in an elevator accident was merged with a with a rapist. And has powers. It was a rapper and a, ra- a race, uh, like a rapist, got mixed into one person, and so now he is like jerk off boy. They call him the masturbator. The masturbator. That's why I'm sorry. Jerk off boy does didn't work as well as masturbator. Yeah, but I like how you came up with that one. A masturbator, and he has hairy palms, and he raps, and he shoots his semen all over the crowd, yeah. and we have to have two women making out as it's spraying all over their face. Yeah, it's um, it's quite the scene. It it is uh, something, <sighs> and uh, also Sergeant Kabuki Man who is drunk. I gotta tell you something. I was, I don't know. I wasn't expecting anything in this movie. Uh, not a damn thing. But I will say that when I knew, when I learned that Sergeant Kabuki Man was a character in this, I was like, oh, cool. Okay, maybe this will this will be good. You know, this be cool to see him again. No, no, no. No, he didn't do anything. No, he's a, no. a joke. They're mocking themselves very yeah. heavily, saying that their stuff sucks. It's really upsetting. Uh, it's kind of funny that they just... And it's not even the same, near the same actor. This guy is at least three feet smaller. He's so skinny. He's not at all <laughs> he's like... a tiny dude. Yeah, it just doesn't fit. But the version of him in a Moroville is a pretty damn good fighter. And whoever yeah. the actor is that's doing the stunts or the fighting is great. Yeah, I'm sure they got a martial artist. But here's that's the why thing. he's maybe smaller. I'm very confused at who the hell did, who got a paycheck in this movie because 
They have a lot of cameos, but they only had a $500,000 budget. Which is wild because this it does so much more with that money than the other two do. I feel like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not making accusations here or anything, but for, for Lloyd Kaufman to get $2.5 million to do uh, part three, part two and three or whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like he must have been doing something shady. Because, like, how, how do you get that kind of money Oh, I, I pointed out... For a movie out, like that. I pointed out that he... Um, because the first one was, like, a hit, and now that there was, like, investors... maybe We guessed that it was from Japan very heavily. Because in the movie, they go to Japan, and I was yeah. like, he's using this money to go on a trip. Yeah, for sure. We, we established that. But, I mean, like, now we're in the year 2000, and he only has a $500,000 budget. That seems weird. So I guess all of this this budget is going to the gore effects and to the cameos of the celebrities. And I, I guarantee it's not even that. If anything, they were paying for, they were probably paying for the cameras and the film, and and some of that kind of stuff. I'm guaranteeing everything else was done for free from friends. Yeah. I think that all these cameos, all these people showing up, all these people working on the set were like, we're in for free, man. We just want to do this with you. Yeah. Uh, also, pre- I would say sure. yeah. the mask maybe was made with money or it was maybe made by somebody who respects them and made it for them. Who knows? Yeah. I, I, kept, I kept thinking it has to be. Someone, some of these people had to get paid. I mean, yeah. They, they definitely had to pay these cameo actors. Um, I, 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 I guess they... Like I said, everybody knows Lloyd Kaufman and like th- this underground cult world, but I would feel like... For, to get someone like Stan Lee to be involved in this, like, you had to pay the guy. I mean... I doubt it. I think this was a friend thing. I think that they were talking, and he just asked him to record a couple lines of dialogue. Didn't use his name. Uh, they call him Peter Parker in it. Yeah, everybody's name is actually not their name in this in the credits. It's like all jokes. Yeah. Um. Where Oh, so they hired those supervillains, and that's the joke, and... It, well, unfortunately, Noxie, the uh, the knockoff bad guy version, uh, goes and finds his girlfriend's house while also picking up another girl. And they, he tells her that, uh, because she says, I'm pregnant. And, um, oh, okay. He's like, oh, you're pregnant, huh? And then he's, he sexually molests her with this other girl. And he tells her that the other girl being mixed in is going to help the pregnancy. But when he finally reveals his penis, we don't see it. The one woman runs off screaming that she doesn't want to go near it. Yeah. And then he rapes his girlfriend. Yeah, it's... And I was like, oh, this is the kind of stuff. Yeah, everything in this movie is to the, the... 12th degree of just gross yeah you know it's like okay all right they had to throw in everything and at one point i was like okay what's next what's next like there's got to be what's next and there's a lot there's got to be something that they're they haven't done yet oh that's right this yeah they're doing Uh, and one of those things and again i kind of chuckled at this uh toxie in hit in the other universe finds randomly walks into the the same actor who's playing Lardass is in this universe a a, uh, a physicist who does who works on alternate realities 
like dimensional uh, yeah. science. But not before we get a cameo from James Gunn playing uh, like Stephen Hawking's in a wheelchair doing that kind of acting, telling us about how the dimensions work. It was very off-putting, and I was like, oh, man, I cannot... Okay, I understand that he credits Lloyd Kaufman with giving him his start and all that. And that's really sweet and all, but this movie? God damn! <laughs> like, ah, oh, you well, know? Well, what, whatever. He would have been better off starring in a porno. <laughs> that is it, hell, bitch. I don't need to take this shit from you. My erectile dysfunction has been resolved, see? He would have. <laughs> it's the same shit. I think it probably would have been a better gig for him. I mean, some people might find this extremely funny. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I didn't find it funny. I, I was did, appalled. What I did find funny was that uh, one of the cars from another scene comes through the, the back of the wall and smashes him and kills him. Yeah, so James Gunn's in it for about 13 seconds, and uh, that's the end of it. And they keep flashing back. There's a montage later in the movie that takes place in the same, around the car, in that same place, and they just keep showing his dead body in the montage, yeah, which was, made me laugh. I was going to ask you, I'm like, okay, what what is this? It's gratuitous and, and stupid. Oh, I thought it was. I thought that was funny. I, I'm like, at least they keep referencing it, and they keep showing James Gunn still laying there, which is kind of funny. Um, yeah. We find he finds that guy now and he thinks he's lardass and he's like, I reject that you keep calling me lardass, you know? Uh, he says that he had to turn to prostitution because, and that's a running joke with him about him being like a male prostitute for other men. And his wife is Claire? Yeah, it's Claire. Claire. Uh, which. We find out that in this universe, Noxie uses her as a prostitute. And he says, I can't. She's a prostitute. And so I turned to prostitution to stay alive like she did. And I'm hoping one day I can see her again. And my work in that and work in uh, dimensional physics will come back and help me one day. And he's like, huh. I wonder how this can help us. <laughs> you know? And he's like, I'm going to go get your wife. Because... He goes and finds his wife, and it's one big sexual joke. And instead of her being blind in this universe, Claire is deaf. And so she does sign language badly, and she actually has a naked offensive in the corner. Every time she's in the scene, they do this joke where she, in the corner of the screen, the person who usually does sign language is a naked girl who just says what she's signing. But okay. she, in the shots, sometimes she's just smoking, sometimes she's drinking, and sometimes she's eating yeah, a slice just, of pizza. It's just a, a, a stupid way to throw in a naked girl. Yeah. Now, I, for one, these, all of these women, like, you know, good for you. You know, you are very free with your bodies and you don't care. But I just think, okay, like, it's just pointless in a lot of this. You know, oh, like, you don't, it, there, it's just not needed for all of it. It was just like, how... What? How far can we go? Yeah. And he did. He went far. He showed full frontal nudity. You can see on men and women. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah men and there's women. a lot of men in this one too. Yes. Yes. And there's a lot of penis. There's jokes. a lot of balls flopping around. Yeah. It's it's there. Uh, the, uh, there there is a sequence in this movie where the evil version of Toxie Noxie 
uh, has now gone to the the Playboy Mansion and is a whole black and white film reel that's supposed to be a joke of Citizen Kane, where he's just like killing people and um one of the men and women that he kills is husband and wife. Uh, Julie Strain. Julie Strain and her husband. Um, uh, Kevin Eastman, the creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, they were married at one point, and uh, in the scene, he's talking, he's looking at her bare breast, saying they're the best things I've ever seen in my life, and then he smashes his face in into her body and destroys his head. Yeah, so to- no, Toxie does that. No, yeah, so no, no, Noxie, Noxie does that uh, and kills him. He's he, this Noxie's just a an all out murderer. So uh, it's actually called. It's not the Playboy Mansion. It's like trauma something or other. I don't remember. But uh, fun fact is that Hugh Hefner filmed scenes for this. He was going to be in this movie. In those scenes, his lawyers refused to allow him to use the scenes. Why? So they had it removed. Hugh Hefner said, I have no problem with it. My lawyers did not want me to be a part of it. That's weird. So they removed it. And, a, and there's a trailer that you can actually see. One of the scenes that Hugh Hefner did. Oh, wow. Wait. Yeah. Why would his lawyers... I mean... Oh, wait. They didn't want him to be part of debauchery and raunchiness? I guess they didn't want wait. him on film a part really? of this offensive thing. I mean... Which I kind of get. This is a toxic thing for anybody's career. I mean, it is offensive. I mean, look at the cameos, though. Look at the cameos. Yeah. I mean, you got... Corey Feldman. So we didn't get to that. Yeah, but we, Jesus we didn't get to that. Christ. I mean, he, look at him. He's a but train he's wreck. He's a train wreck, yeah. Uh, the only one that kind of could hurt their career, I think, would have been James Gunn. But I think that this ties into the whole uh, controversy that happened with him where he got canceled and they fired him off Guardians and they fired mm-hmm. him from Marvel uh, because his old tweets came out. And I can see it was from this era where he was all about being um, pushing boundaries as jokes. Yeah. Um, I think that he's definitely come around and realized how stupid that was. And I I definitely think he's a changed man. He seems like a, a, a awesome person in real life. And yeah. he talks to his fans. He is now remarried. You know, he is sober. Mm-hmm. And he's all about animal rights seems like he's definitely changed who he was and i think that i don't think people should be judged by the stupid jokes they made when they were kids you know what i mean and because all of us would be in trouble when we, if we if we had like twitter and everything when we were young oh forget holy it holy shit forget everybody it. stupid you know and i think people do dumb shit like that but seeing this movie i was like just scenes in this movie could come back and haunt them like I, I yeah I, I can imagine the same thing with Stan Lee like just the fact that he is a part of it you feel like ah oh, you know it could offend people to an extent where they could hurt them but mm-hmm. Stan Lee is now no longer unfortunately with us um so that's not going to bite him in the ass and he also didn't do a scene but I can imagine Hugh Hefner who he's not with us anymore either um I can imagine his lawyers being like I think he should stay away from this yeah i I can see that i kind of get that i I I get it yeah he had like an empire you know that wasn't yeah that that wasn't like um anything like lloyd kaufman had you know lloyd kaufman was like uh like a sleaze director yeah i i I would say it's funny to have kevin eastman uh being i mean he's the guy 
of one of the most popular kids created things ever. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if his name is on stuff, but he is not. I don't think he is well known as well as like someone like Stanley, the creators of these things. Some of these creators are very like in front of it. Oh, yeah. He's like completely behind it. I, I'm wondering if he sold all of it to out away the rights to it and allowed people to just give him a lump sum. He doesn't ever have to work again. Yeah. But I don't know. But he is another one that's like he is behind one of the biggest cartoons for kids like ever, you yeah. know. So it is odd. It this is movie's odd. like that. I mean, he's also married to a porn star. He so was. It's yeah, like, they're not together anymore. Well, I mean, he was. So, like, you create something for kids, but you're married to a porn star. It It's um a little contradictory. I don't think Julia Strain was a porn star. I think she did softcore for, like, uh, Up All Night movies on HBO. I don't think she actually did porn. Really? I thought she did. I don't. I, don't I didn't know. know that. If she did, she, maybe she did. But I always thought it was, like, that softcore stuff, that fake stuff. Hmm. I don't know. doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, um, so, but, uh, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of all the scenes that get in here, but I definitely know that she is pregnant. So she has to go to a doctor and that doctor with her pregnancy is Corey Feldman. And that's preposterous. Oh, and yes. Corey Feldman is this, this is a weird trivia scene there. This scene is really odd. First off, he tells her that he has gotten two kinds of blood samples from her and she has two babies inside of her two twins yes one is giving red liquid and the other one is giving green liquid and those that one's good and one's bad and they're fighting for dominancy and if she doesn't abort they will kill her because she's got two um she'll melt yeah apparently oh jeez right well, what can I do about that, Doctor? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> is inside your body, you have to make a choice. Because these two right here, the fighting, 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 uh -huh. one will win. And eventually, this is what it will look like. Oh, that scissors. That will be you. The choice is very simple and clearly yours. Either A, you can choose to explode, or B, you can choose to abort. Explode or abort? What does one do? <laughs> I'll have to think about that, Doctor. However, not too long, because actually you only have about two or three hours until this whole process takes place. This is... Oh, God. And there's an actress uh, in this, this shot. Uh, a woman comes from under his desk. And stands next to him, and she's completely naked. Yeah. And the trivia on this is that I don't know who she is, but she must be somebody. She uh, said, I'll be naked in the whole scene if I have a line of dialogue. And the line of dialogue they gave her was, oh, uh, doctor, is it time for me to get my rectal thermometer removed? <laughs> That's the line of dialogue oh that's given God. to this woman to be I naked in this cannot. scene. I and can't. she's completely naked. Completely. Yeah, completely you can naked. see it all. Yeah. So, I, I just feel like, all right, at this at this stage of the movie, though, I feel like we are completely 100% numb to what's happening. Because I was like, all right, we already went through the KKK. We went oh, we didn't get there yet. We didn't talk about that part yet. Well, something happened kind of related to that, where they drag uh, yes, the guy. There is, but, a, um, there is a... We have to talk about it. Yeah. It is... This is one of the harder parts of stomach, but we kind of brought it up in the beginning. One of the things I actually 
liked was this guy. This guy's I thought he was kind of funny. Poppy. Poppy is the character name. Uh, we see rednecks dragging a black gentleman down the street, and we you're that's when you were in complete shock. I just couldn't believe this. you. You were so you put the whole blanket up on your mouth, and you were like, I cannot fucking believe this. I I, I couldn't. And they're dragging him so bad that he's falling apart in the street, and Toxie's trying to stop it. And uh, unfortunately, he doesn't get to stop him until Poppy is only ahead, who flies up into the bed of the truck. And he, they, one of the guys in the truck get away, but the other guy, he sticks his face into the engine, and he, I, I would say that he becomes a stereotype. Yes. And Poppy is a talking head now. And Poppy says, eh, it's all good. Uh, you know, basically, like, I think I understand. I think I know what we should do with that white boy, though. And they bring him to a KKK rally, and they hang him, that guy. And Poppy now tags along with Toxie as his new friend, and he just wants a body. And I don't know why in this universe he's acting like that's a thing he can have. They don't really say why. It doesn't really get explained. They take him to a freaking, like, some kind of plastic surgeon's they office. They find a plastic surgeon, arch, uh, um, which is a weird scene. But Poppy's just like, give me a new body and everything will be cool. I mean, it doesn't matter. You can't even question anything that happens in this movie because it's so stupid. Everything is so stupid. It, it's like you can't even explain away anything that's happening. There's no rhyme or reason to what's happening. It's just... Things, they're just putting whatever trash they can in this movie to see what they can get away with. Yeah. That's what they're doing. He he leaves Poppy at this place, and they, they take his head. They leave Poppy's head at this chop shop, and they basically say they're going to give him a body. But when Toxie leaves him there, they say they're going to throw him in for hot dog mix. And they throw they, basically, uh, we find Tito again, and uh, Sweetie, or whatever her name is, and they they wander upon the back of this place, and it turns out in this universe, the superhero Cowman runs the chop shop and makes is like a butcher. And they find Poppy's head in a bucket, and it, they they get kidnapped and tortured, and they're going to be killed. And Toxie accidentally says in front of uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man that he is like basically it outs himself and so they have a fight and it's actually not bad the, the sergeant Kabuki man kicks his ass and they actually go into the fight into the butcher shop and the cowman gets involved and he tries to kill him too so they're all fighting and he finds tito sweetie and poppy's head all kidnapped as well so they all have to help each other get away and this is one of my favorite again i laughed that tito is on the table and the head is behind him. Poppy's head is behind him. And he's like, I'll make you a deal. You chew my, my ropes and I'll get you I'll get you out of here safely. And he's like, that's a great deal. And then he, during the fight, he goes, chew like the wind. <laughs> I just, I don't know why the movie, he was making, and Poppy is so funny too. He's so overboard that I, I just kind of like, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. I mean, Tito's, some of Tito's lines were so funny like he's like you're giving me yeah he's like he says you're giving me a stomach ache in my brain yeah yeah 
because uh yeah because sweetie won't stop yelling and shane's like you're making yeah you gave my headache in my brain. oh my like, god it's so great my uh, tommy ache in my brain is that what it was he said you gave me a stomach ache in my brain. brain i love that line he she's cute too by the way we were that was another yeah, thing it's like sweetie. she's cute yeah it's like kind of every time you want to hate it for being offensive you're kind of like i I'm There's like the some fence. endearing things that happen. So we're like, oh this. fuck, you know, like why why are we why do we have to live like this? I know. <laughs> well, it was like so contradictory. Yeah. <laughs> um I, and another funny joke is they kill the cow guy. And then Sergeant Kabuki Man disappears from the scene a little bit, which is why I kept questioning it out loud. I was like, where did he go? He was right there. Um, but he realizes that he they had killed the cow. And they all run and jump out of like a like a first second story to the first story and they run and all of them spring out. And then uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man runs up to the window and goes, "Oh, they're all getting away slowly." <laughs> oh well, I guess. <laughs> I did laugh at that. That was, was so funny stupid. too. It was so stupid, like, but it, at it, least they referenced like he could just get them. You I know, mean, like it's like such a stupid plot, and they cram so much like wackiness and zaniness exactly in um i mean bottom line is there's alternate universe and there's a, a noxy and a, and a toxy yeah and everybody's switched in the universes and so toxy's whole plot is to get back to his universe yeah and uh, <laughs> meanwhile uh noxy has killed ron jeremy yeah while he was praying he stabbed him in the mouth with a crucifix <laughs> And we laughed during that, too. You know what's funny is that everyone in the whole fucking movie gets naked, except for Ron Jeremy. Uh, you're, be happy. Be happy the hedgehog. No, trust try. me. He looks like if a fart had a, like was a human being, that's what he looks like. I can't take it. I can't take Ron Jeremy. Oh, I just don't God. like looking at him. Um, He's taken over, and he's like mayor, and uh, the, the cops, he's like taking the cops over, because the actor who played Cigarface in one and two and three i guess did he have a is, facelift because he looked good yeah he did look better he looked better in this than he did in the i noticed that too first movie he's like back and he's now playing a nazi cop he's got a nazi he's got an adolf hitler mustache can we talk about the nazis in this movie most of them are black <laughs> that that made me laugh too that was a couple and they're not nazis they have um like an anti-toxy, like a noxy face as their yeah. swastika. It's but really But they do odd. the Heil Hitler thing. They do, they do. And they have those little stupid mustaches. They and all like, have Hitler mustaches. Yes, and they're all of different like nationalities and stuff. But I laughed hard when I saw that there were black people. I was like, they're inclusive. You know? <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. They're yeah. including everybody. <laughs> they're including everybody. <laughs> um, oh especially because Cigar Face is... I think he is um, some kind of mixed race as well, he, yeah, which automatically, when I saw him with a, a Hitler mustache, I, I giggled. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, it's funny. I mean, so stupid. Um, but yeah, by this time, uh, they have to come up, Toxie has to come up with a plan of how to get home, and he has rejoined um, Claire with her husband, which used to be his lard ass in the other world. Uh, they are, now have to go back to the studio, which where he could work on a science plan to bring them all home, 
which is where James Gunn's dead body is laying in the whole scene. Which and they show three times They have least. a montage, and yes. they, they do the whole montage with everybody doing silly stuff or working on the plans. It's like a joke about montages, but during the montage, they keep cutting to the dead body, which made me laugh, because I was like, at least they're showing that it's still there. Yeah, you it's know? I thought it was funny. And if Tito's doing crazy shit again, and uh, they they come up with a plan, and they, they at the end of it, he says... You know what? You had the power in you all along to go home. <laughs> all you need is these red ruby slippers, and you have to click them together three times. Oh my god, they're like they're like sparkly red paper mache shoes. <laughs> he, yes, they are, and you can see the glitter is stuck in the side of the shoe. Uh, it's so bad. Oh my god! But the wildest line is he goes, "But you have to make sure you go back to your universe because you could accidentally beam into a 1970s gay porno." <laughs> I was like, what a specific reference. What a specific and reference. They Are they going to go there? Are they going to go Gee. there? I wonder. And sure as shit, they do. They yeah. beam right into a sex scene where Toxie is getting analed. I like that word. He's getting analed. I was going to say anal rape, but... I like, like anal. What he's words do you analed. use for that? He's getting analed. Oh, my God. I, yeah. oh. And, and I, it's like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> he finally does get home, though. And they go, and he, he finds out that, uh, Sarah is in the hospital. And so he goes to go get Sarah in the hospital, but not before every Nazi that's taken over with Nazi fights him. And there is a at least 10 to 15 minute murder scene where Toxie kills all of the nazis and shoots blood all over the face and he kills them all in sane ways yes blood is shooting all over people's faces mm-hmm. in the sequence and i was like they are going for it i like, think that's they, in the trivia that they used like crazy amount of fake blood oh like, it, a- it just keeps spraying in people's face i i i, I kept laughing that the actors had to keep their faces closed while gallons of blood are spraying on their face i love this one guy gets stabbed and he's like i have aids now oh my god yeah i mean they they literally went everywhere i think with, what made me, with this what made me laugh about that because he sticks needles in his face like used needles into his face and he says that mm-hmm. and then the second later he is his mouth is sprayed with gallons of people's blood and i was like yes. now, yeah now you're worried about yeah, it yeah right? it was 30 gallons of blood <laughs> was used for just the hospital scene yeah it it's insane, but he finally he gets to a room that is labeled Sarah, <laughs> right? Is does it say Sarah Ferd or no? Oh, what did it say? Because they're saying his name is Ferd again. Yeah, no, it was Sarah Ropes or something like that. It was something weird. I I, I forgot what her last name was. It was weird. Yeah, but yeah. It's on the door for some strange reason, and he goes in there, and she is. Her belly is going ab- absolutely out of control because inside of it, we have to watch two men dressed like babies with giant toxic baby heads on as they battle it out inside her womb. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're going with it's Noxie and Toxie in tiny baby form. Yes. And they're fighting to see which one of them is actually going to be born. They and, have mops. And they have little tiny mops in the womb. Now, they were gross looking. 
I, I know you, you gasped. I when did you saw not it. like them. They were slimy. Yeah. They were just disgusting. They're nightmare fuel. It is nightmare yeah. fuel. It was. I mean, anything gross that we saw in the movie up until this point, I can handle because it's just TNA. It's some you know nasty you know Im- implications on things, but that that's we've seen before. Oh, yeah. This was just. I mean, it was just next level gross. And I am I'm kind of rushing through the plot because a lot and I skipped over the abortion clinic nastiness of oh, the abortion clinic. You know clinic. what? We're we're fine. Yeah, you can skip over yeah, that. There's a whole bunch of like scenes it's, like that. It um, is just rancid yeah, that the, scene. The, the villain from uh Sergeant Kabuki Man is the abortion clinic doctor. Oh my god. And he falls on a corkscrew for abortions and it goes up his ass it's just everything uh, yeah, is so it is gross. It, it is gross it's insane uh but yeah here we are in the main battle toxie gets in the room and we get to see flashes between the womb and the fight that's happening between noxie and toxie they meet and now toxie gets taken from behind is the only way i can say this and noxie whips out his penis oh and God. reveals a giant snake penis monster. It has a mouth. So, it, okay, I think it looked like, you remember the ghoulies, right? The ghoulies, yeah. The, so they had teeth like that. It kind of looked like that. But or like attack it, that kill clowns type of yeah, uh, yeah. puppet. And I was like, oh, Lord, if this thing, I can't. Like, if they show it, go up Toxie's butt, I'm they, out. He starts doing it. He says, um, he ba- I think they're mocking uh, the scene in Roadhouse where the guy says that crazy, crazy line to Patrick Swayze when he gets him from behind. Oh, famously, he, if you don't remember, famously he says, <laughs> I used to fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs> I don't recall that. Yes. Oh, it's one of the wildest scenes in a movie I've ever seen. The Roadhouse villain. is not a good movie anyways. Oh, people will fight you on that shit. Um, fight me. I don't people care. People love it. Why? People love that film. Why? <laughs> uh, but then again, here we are. Look at us, like, scraping the bottom of the barrel over here. Yeah. And uh, he says something like that to Toxie, and he starts trying to get him with that monster. And uh, Toxie is able to... It turns out that Noxie has had a device put into his body that's a pump. That pumps up his penis into, like, get it hard. Okay, first of all, this is too much information, Scotty. I'm telling you this because Toxie pumps it until the penis explodes. Yeah. All over Claire? Oh. Or is it Sarah? Sarah. No, it's Sarah. She's okay, a Sarah. I couldn't one. remember which one was which. Sarah. And it goes all over her, but she's blind. She can't tell. Uh, she goes, I think my water broke. Ugh. Oh my god! Um, so it is not a good situation for me. I'm suffering from indigestion, and I have to listen to this. <laughs> Sorry, fucking awful. Well, he uh, is able to get Toxie. And um, by the way, I have to. I should have said this. Toxie and Noxie have a fight with lightsaber mops. Uh, he actually goes Darth Maul with two red mop heads on the end of his, his staff, <sighs> and they actually play rip-off versions of the amazing theme. And they have the sound effects of lightsabers hitting each other. Mm-hmm. Well, he is able to get Noxie down on the floor after the apl- penis explosion. And he rips out all of his intestines and all of his guts. And he rips out. He says, I don't even have to fake my body. I could just be me. I don't have to have a fake penis or a fake uh, whatever. 
And most of all, I don't have a fake heart. And he rips out his heart, and it's like a like an object, like it was installed, like it was a fake heart in yeah. his body. And he just rips it out and throws it on the floor. I don't know what the hell it was, but it looked like a motor. And if this, <laughs> and and by the way, the babies are still fighting, and they're fighting to the death, and they're wrapping the umbilical cord around the neck, and the whole thing, it's it's wild. Um, but as he beats Noxie, the baby, the good version, Toxie version of the baby wins the fight. And it's cheering. And at the same moment, something really odd happens. A person starts ripping out of Noxie's body. And it is the original actor who played Melvin in the first Toxic Avenger film. Crawls out of his body. And it seems like it's going to be a moment that's touching about the whole thing. Like coming full circle with the property. Except Melvin and him hug. And you think it's like getting to that moment. And now Melvin just starts biting Toxie's face. Yeah, it's really And he's weird. like, don't you know I'm evil? So Toxie throws him out the window, and they turn it into the same exact shot from the first one where he lands in the sewage. And he runs down the street on fire from the first movie, but they dub in him screaming, I'll be back if there's ever another one. Oh, my God, yeah. I was like, all right, so it was like, Lloyd Kaufman like heard our thoughts and was like, "Okay, we're gonna we'll put the original Melvin back in because I guess people were just like not happy with the new Melvin that they chose. Yeah. We weren't happy with him either. Um, but it it just seemed the scene seemed so stupid and and it didn't it was just not necessary. Well, well, it's even more unnecessary. Well, first off, the baby is uh, born, and uh, it's like a seven year old child. They think that. Uh, <laughs> There was some kind of like, there's some, she's bleeding or something. They think something happened, but it oh never mind. This is just penis that's all over her. That's what the doctor says. Yeah, um, yeah. I was like, all right, that's got to be the last like disgusting, <laughs> gross situation that we have to deal with, right? And then they bring in the baby, and it is still that baby creature. It's it's all, and they say it's sixty pounds. Sixty pounds. It's like a seven seven year old child. Yeah, seven year old child with the mask is brought in. Yep. And uh, they're like all oh it looks just like you and he's got your eyes, and then they're like well there's the other baby, and he's like oh the evil one survived, and then he goes you know what I don't believe in that evil stuff I think it's only a product of their environment and I'll raise them just like my own, and then the baby comes in, and. Before the baby comes in, they wheel in Sergeant Kabuki Man, who's in a wheelchair now because of uh, he got beat up by uh, Noxie previously. Mm-hmm. And Sergeant Kabuki Man comes in. I, I laughed at this line too. He, uh, Toxie goes, "Oh, Sergeant Kabuki Man, my best friend." I just it just made me laugh because it was just so forced and fake. Like they never even met, right. and he even says it in a way where it's like, "Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah." Like my you're just best being friend. a smartass. But the baby, the second baby that they bring in, looks like sorry, looks it's a like baby Kabuki. Sergeant Kabuki man. Yeah. It, and then, in, in, in earlier in the movie, in one of the most weird, insane moments in this film, Sergeant Kabuki man drunkenly walks into Toxie's house while Claire it was tied up, or is it Sarah? Sarah tied up on the bed. Mm-hmm. And after what Noxie did, and he drunkenly comes in and whips out his penis to pee, and we have to keep seeing 
shots of this fake penis. And he decides to go help un, um, untie Claire by crawling up on her sexually and falling asleep. <laughs> and then he says, oh, I didn't do it on purpose. I must have fallen asleep when my penis was out. Oh, my God. And so he impregnated her, apparently. I cannot. So now the baby looks like Sergeant Kabuki Man. Yeah. I, I, I get nothing. And he goes to run out and they freeze frame on Toxie going to go punch him. And it, the actors are just standing still. They didn't actually pause the shot. And that's the end of the movie. Finn. I have no questions whatsoever. <laughs> there is no question. I mean, there's, there's no just nothing to, to question anything. really question or like have a debate on or anything. This movie was just, they, they set out to do a gross out. Like, how gross can we possibly get? Can we offend everyone? Yes. Let's offend everyone. And it was. It was really gross. It was gross. It was offensive. It's like, I was thinking, like, when we were watching the movie, I was like, oh, it's kind of like bad taste, you know, with all that, like, grotesque gore and stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, no, it's not like that. It's not. It's different. It had a different feel. You know, there's, like, gross out for horror reasons then there's gross out just to be gross out, just to like one up yourself. They're trying to, yeah, it's it going out of its way to be offensive, mm-hmm. to to purposely get people to say something about it to make people watch it. Yeah. It's how it kind of feels for me. Like they were trying to play that card that hopefully, oh, hopefully people will know about this movie because it's so offensive and yeah. so insane and out there. I really do think that they made this movie purposely to just to please the fans that were once their big fans. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was more than anything else. I was like, you already fucked up. I mean, we're already. This is a fourth movie, and you're claiming it's basically you're claiming it's the second movie. You can't go back. You can't. I mean, it just doesn't feel right to me. It doesn't. So many movies are doing it these days. Well, it sucks. I know. I agree. What do you bring? What do you give this one? Oh, that's so tough. I definitely like these better than one, two, and three. You like this one better than two and three? Oh, absolutely. Two and three I, are garbage. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you on that. Uh, this this had scenes. I will never watch this again, but there were scenes that made me laugh. I mean, yeah. Oh, and we didn't even talk about this when he when they left. It turns out that that girl's name was actually Sweetie Honey. That's her full actual name, and he kept calling her Sweetie and Honey throughout the movie. She's like, "That's my name, Sweetie Honey." <laughs> that and, was uh, cute. And the other thing that we did not mention. Is that Tito and Poppy stayed behind in the other dimension to fight crime as superheroes? Yes, they did. Yeah, and uh, that was worth it. Tito and Poppy as a superhero duo. Tito was the best character in the movie, in my opinion. I thought he was great. Come on, Tito. Come on, Tito, hop up. I'm not going. <laughs> what do you mean you're not going? Tito, come on, we've got to go back to Tromaville. We don't belong here. I don't belong anywhere. But as long as there are people like evil Mabuki man running around, I must stay and protect the citizens of Amotville. I have become the retarded revenger. And don't forget about your sidekick, Pompey. The baddest, bodiless motherfucker in all of Amotville. <laughs> 
I want you to have this in memory of Lardass. Make me proud. Actually, Tito, you've already made me proud. Oh, oh man. I will miss you. Try to think, Avenger. I'll miss you too, Tito. Yeah. Um, Alright, so what's your score, sir? Don't think too hard now. I'm going to give it a three. I'm going three. Okay, yeah, I, I think I'm going to agree with you and go with a three, because this movie knew exactly what it was doing. It wasn't trying to be anything but just absolutely grotesque. Yeah, I, I was I'm very seriously considering a four, but I'm giving it a three. Fuck no. I'm giving it a three. This movie deserves a three. And this movie deserves a two, but because we chuckled a little, that's why it's a three. Yeah, and it was also, look, when you're comparing it to two and three, and you're comparing it to some of these other shitty movies, it, it looked better, the gore was better, his mask is better, you know, there are things about it, there were some funny moments, there is some shit, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing for what it is. Mm-hmm. They are doing their thing as much as we might not like it or appreciate those jokes. And then some of it went too far or some of it is doing a little too much. It's still doing exactly what it's supposed to do for what it is for their fans. So I yeah. can't blame them. I'm a little bit on their side. I will give it a three. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to give it a three too. And so that brings us to our segment of why we can't have nice things where, um, I show you two extremes of online reviews and um, basically how the internet can just ruin the movie rating system. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And so, people either go to one extreme or the other and yeah. it always makes a bad judgment in the middle. I yeah. don't know. If it's uh, it, Sometimes it works. Sometimes it helps. Because sometimes they even out perfectly. Yeah. Well, I got two doozies of reviews. Now, there might be some language in here that's offensive this is not me writing this but i'm oh, just no. reading it. I, it i can't help it all the reviews have this oh no so this is a 10 out of 10 oh we're no. gonna start with a 10 out of 10 <laughs> okay it's the best film ever made okay citizen toxie is quite possibly the best thing that ever happened to anybody anywhere i show this cinematic masterpiece to everyone i meet if toxie 4 is too strong they are too weak this penthouse filled with hookers of a movie has everything that anyone would want. There is violence, gore, karate, time traveling, dolphin man, boobs, dicks, vaginas, butts, BDSM, lesbians, twins fighting each other with brooms in their soon-to-be mother's womb, and so much more. This absolute massive skyscraper of a recording will shock you, <laughs> excite you, and turn you into a different person. I myself consider forming a religion based around the events and morals of this film. If you can only see one more film, make it this one because there will be because there will be the time where you will look back at your life and think you should be at least able to say, "Wow, I saw everything." Do yourself the favor and don't forget Toxie loves you. Okay, was that written by Lloyd Kaufman or somebody with that name? Somebody named David Max. All right. Now, this one have okay. All right. One out of ten, and the title is "This Movie May Be Fun." If you are thirteen years old, completely mind retarded, and drunken, you maybe will enjoy that movie, but only when you haven't seen 
ever any other movie before. I made the failure to rent it. Next time I am thinking about renting a Toxic Avenger movie, I will just burn the money and stare for one and a half hours against a wall. This will be much more fun and less painful. But if you are think that watching a class of retarded eating tacos is fun, or if you want to see every five minutes the boobs of not really pretty women without any senseful reason, well then maybe you should rent that video. And if you really enjoy it, get sure to keep the gene pool clean from your DNA. One out of ten. Now, I read oh. that exactly the way the person wrote it. And I don't like his use of that word. <laughs> um, he may want to go back to kindergarten himself. <laughs> I don't know if this is a... Um, oh, God. I don't know if this is, a, um, you know, maybe someone who... There's a language barrier, perhaps? Maybe? Perhaps. Um, but this is terribly written this review it's terribly written it doesn't it's nonsensical and everything is spelled wrong and i i just think that and i mean really you shouldn't be making terrible judgments like that but whatever about women and things like that but whatever that's the one out of ten and i think these people are all just whatever i mean that pretty much goes to show you the two extremes of the the whole thing (sighs) Uh, so we usually ask, is this the worst movie ever made? We're both saying no. I mean, it's bad, but it's not the worst movie ever made. I no. know. Yeah, it, it's not. But it, it's definitely down there. Are we saying it's on our top five of our list I mean, of it, movies? It, it went too hard on the gross out factor. And I mean, it, it definitely tried to do that. It tried to go way above on the gross out factor it, it set out it, it accomplished it accomplished its goal yeah definitely because this is what they wanted they wanted to just completely be disgusting and uh and go over the top and that's what they did so good job i guess because they did it yeah but a lot of it is very offensive um you know a lot of things describe people in general it's there's like a like we said before no one is spared it's it's offensive to everyone, um, but it did what it was it set out to do. So, no, it's not the worst movie ever made. Yeah. All right. So on that list, though, this year, this month, I mean, starting in two thousand twenty-four, we're really, really kicking ourselves in the ass for this month. But we already have put three of the movies we've watched on the top five. Does this one join it? Does this is this one worse or better than Sergeant Kabuki Man? Oh my god, that's a real hard thing to say. Um, I I think it's 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 worse. I think so too. It's worse than Sergeant Kabuki Man. Yeah. Yeah. So this is gonna be our number four, and now we have th- the three. Four movies that we did on the top five. Oh my and God. we have now done the unthinkable and we have kicked the Christmas tree out of the top five. Oh my God. I never thought it would happen. And yeah, and that makes our list. This month we were able to knock Mortal Kombat Annihilation out of the one spot and put Toxic Avenger 3. And now 
we got a whole list of the Toxic Avenger films riddled in our top five. Hopefully, very soon, we will be maybe kicking those movies out. Or maybe they'll be staying there for a very long time. Oh, my God. Who knows? Are you? Do you want to watch something worse? Or do you never want to watch something this bad again? No, I think I need to, to uh, have at least a couple weeks of some basically you know, good movies. I wouldn't, uh, decent, decent movies, at least some decent ones. Well, you're in for a treat because Mm -hmm. starting next month, we are going to watch movies that people we have met online or friends of ours have told us to watch that we have not seen, which is a rarity. Usually when people tell us the worst movies they've ever seen, we have seen them. We can't do them. We already did that. Yeah, And so I have a little list of movies we actually have not seen. And now remember, these are movies that people have told us are the worst movies ever made. All right. All right. So, or I'm... movies that we should just do. All right. So, let me tell you something. If you're recommending these movies and they suck, I'm calling your ass out. <laughs> well, I mean, no. I'm coming I, for you. I want it because I, I have a feeling that they won't be as bad. If one of those movies are as bad as our bottom list right now, I'll be very surprised. All right. So, yeah, all right. Thank you, everybody, and sorry for the torture. And you know what? You're welcome that we went through this torture for you. <laughs> and uh, you know what? As always, hit us on social media, on Instagram. We are both on there at The Crafty Misfit and Just Another Movie Night. I would love to hear options for bad movies. I would love to hear why you absolutely love this movie. I would love to hear why you think this is the most offensive movie ever made. I would love to hear all of it. I also would love to hear if we should be canceled just for doing this episode. No, don't (laughs) cancel us. Please. All right, everybody. Have a good one. Thank you for listening. Bye. Whoa, what a bunch of turds these two are. And using a robot to do my voice is the lowest darn thing yet. I'm glad you were canceled. The heck with this. I'm out of here.